Hi, welcome to Skate or Die. The podcast where we talk about anything and everything. I'm Sylvie. And I'm Anna. And today we're talking about competition. We're gonna crush the competition. Oh yes. I'm so competitive. I, I, think, I too am very competitive, which is why think, we thought this would be a good episode. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on competition. Cause I can be like really chill. Like I don't I don't care about everything. Like I'm not competitive about everything. But if I'm I phrase it like this, I'm only competitive if I think I can win. And if that's the case, it's like it's like zero to a hundred, you know? Like there's no yeah. in between yeah. sort of competition level. I want you to know that I've been like sixteen and seventeen and like cried over like losing a card game. See, to be fair, there are a bunch of other factors going into that, but I can say for certainty I have cried over losing a card game when I was like 18. Um, one time when I was younger, I have a distinct memory of like losing like Wii Sports Resort basketball to Julia, and I just got up and like turned off the Wii before the game ended because I like. Oh, I've done that lose. multiple times. Yeah, that's why I don't play. So my brother, I'm I'm pretty good at things. I. Me and my brother compete a lot, I'd say, for example. I don't know if we talked about this before, but my brother and I literally got in, like, fist fights when we were younger. Mm-hmm. And he likes to point out that the last time we ever fought, like, physically fought, was the first time that he won. <laughs> That's really funny. That's really <laughs> so that very funny. That goes to show how I feel about winning and losing. Uh, but I will never play video games or card games with him because he will win. We can't play Monopoly as a family anymore. Because he will win. Wow. And I get so upset and he gets so smug. I think seeing him smug is worse than losing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's different... I think there's, like, different levels to, like, reasons as to why you're being competitive. And one is, like, I want to win. And it's, like, the other is that person can't win, you know? Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I will say that there is one video game I will play with my brother, and it was because it's a two-player game, and he wanted me to play with him. He, like, got it for Christmas or his birthday or something. It was Marvel vs. Capcom, which is a fighting game kind of like Super Smash Bros., but it's the characters of Marvel, like, you know, Captain America, blah, 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 and characters Mm -hmm. from Capcom. So, like, uh, for example, Phoenix Wright, uh, Ace Attorney is a video game series. Whatever. Point is... Theo wanted to play this game so bad, and I was like, okay, sure, whatever. It'll be like Smash, like, I'll lose really bad, and, like, 30 minutes later, I'll be free to do whatever I want with my life. Mm-hmm. Except I kept winning Oh, these games, and they, like, the games that you play consecutively, it'll give you a percentage of how many matches you've won. Mm-hmm. And I kept winning, and it was like my winning rate did not ever dip below, like, I think 70% the first time we played. Wow. And so now that's like the only game I will ever seriously play with you because I know I can win. And I think having that confidence and knowing that you've done it before and you can win before, mm-hmm. like gives you the ability to, you know, and the confidence to go in again. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I was playing um, We Play mm-hmm. with someone at my house and I like had like a moment of self-reflection where I was like, why do I feel the need to have to win every single game? Like, why, what is this about me? Like, why does it matter so much that I'm winning, like, every single we play thing? I feel similarly. I don't know what it is about winning, especially because I feel like one argument is from adults, 
and they'll be like, oh, if we start giving kids like participation trophies, they're gonna, you know, does that make sense? They're like, we can't give kids participation trophies because blah, 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 they're like, they don't deserve it and whatever. But mm -hmm. I feel like kids even more, like I'll, I've seen kids get more and more upset over things, over losing or things not going their way more recently than I felt like I did when I was younger. Really? Yeah. I feel like you're surrounded by a lot of kids. So. Oh yeah, I am, yeah, I, yeah. I am speaking from experience from working with children a lot. Yeah. I don't know if that's like the... The reason? Yeah, cause like... I don't know if it is either, but I do think it's an interesting link, but causation is not necessarily correlation. Or correlation isn't causation, or whatever, you know what I mean, you talk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I think it, it's correlation, not causation. I think it could be a factor, but I, don't, I think that also people are just like inherently competitive. And also, I think the problem, or one of the problems I have with like the, oh, like participation trophies are like making kids like soft is like you, like the kids aren't giving out participation trophies. Like the people complaining about the effects are giving out the participation trophies. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think it's, like, almost, like, so they don't have to, like, deal with, like, kids losing. I don't know if that makes sense. And also, yeah. like, I think that kids still, yeah, we were talking with our friend Sophie about kids because she also works with a lot of kids. Um, and, like, we were talking about how smart kids are. And, like, kids, like, when I got, like, participation trophies for, like, like, I did swim team when I was younger. And, like, I knew I wasn't a great swimmer, you know, like, or I was like a decent swimmer, but I wasn't the best. And like, I wasn't, I knew I wasn't getting a trophy for being like really good. You know what I mean? Like they still yeah. have the concept of like, oh, like we played in a soccer game and like our team lost, their team won, but like- I did I, a good I, job, but I didn't win. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think the trophy is like, like, you know when a award is given for like achievement, yeah. You know what the achievement behind the award is. And if it's, like, finishing the soccer season versus, like, winning a game. Like, kids know the difference. It's not, like... They're not stupid. Yeah. That's yeah my thing. I will say, I also... So, I... Back to, like... You know, I've been talking to so many people in my abroad program and telling them I have a podcast. And they'd be like, what's your podcast about? And I'd be like, well, anything and everything. But it's called Skate or Die because uh, me and my friend... Like, my friend skateboards and I figure skate. And figure skating and figure skating competitions is, is something I was never really interested in doing. Mm -hmm. I was like, that time has passed. Like, I can't be a figure skater. Like, that's, I don't tell people I'm a figure skater. I tell people I figure skate. I, that's something I've mentioned before. But another thing is, because I never did, like, big, like, national competitions, never wanted to compete. I just wanted to, like, figure skate for fun, like, learn how to do the tricks. But when I met my coach, Rebecca, she was the one who pushed me to be like, I think you should try competing. I think you should try and like go out there and like make a program. It'll be fun. You can do like a few like showcases if you don't want to, you know, like she pushed me to compete. And I think it was something that was really valuable. And especially because like I had to learn how to lose because I was losing to kids younger than me. I would get like last place for freestyle for like the events that I would say the events that mattered, but like the main event is like freestyle events, which is like mm -hmm. how you'd, what you'd see in like the Olympics or short program and long program. And then at lower levels, like the ones I was at, um, you only have like one program that's like a minute and 30 seconds, which doesn't seem that long, but it's like a lifetime. It's just yeah. Bleh. Yeah. 
So there'd be stuff like that. There'd be like events where you don't have music at all. You just have to perform a routine without music. There'd be an event where you have to make up a routine on the spot. You'd have an event called exhibition, which is like you could be more dramatic with your choreography and like the song choice. Mm-hmm. whatever but for the freestyle like the main event I never got higher than second to last place actually that's a lie I placed but I never like got first unless I was the only person in the category I think the like difference between like individual and team sports is really prominent in like how pushing to compete like in like an individual sport it's like you can be competing against yourself and like mm-hmm. Even if you are, like, losing to other people, like, you're still, like, being, like, oh, I, I don't know how, like, the scoring works, but, like, in swimming, it's, like, oh, like, I got a new best time, or, like, in throwing, it's, like, oh, I got a new PR, like, personal record. Yeah. Um, the competition, I feel like the, at least from what I've experienced, because, as I've mentioned now, like, eight times in the podcast, I used to swim, and... Wait, did you used to swim? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I used to throw, like, for track and field. Yeah. Um, And I knew I wasn't great at either of them. Like, I knew I wasn't, like, first material. You know what I mean? And so I, I just, like, went in and, like, I cared more about swimming. And so, like, I'd want to, like, improve myself. But, like... I wasn't competing necessarily with the other people. It was, like, more about, like, my own ability. But was throwing, it was, like, I just, honestly, I just didn't care too much. So it was, yeah. like, cool if I, like, got, like, a new record or stuff like that. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, but I think that if you're at, like, the high level, like, the competition can, like, really get to you because then it's, like... Because not only are you competing with yourself, you have to start worrying about other people. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. And, like, it's like, oh, I, like, just did my, like, absolute best, and my absolute best still wasn't good enough, you know? Yeah. Which can be, like, really hurtful. That must suck. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say two things. Thing number one, I totally forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What was I going to say? What was I going to say? Shoot. Yeah, I feel, so for figure skating, the equivalent is having, like, a clean program. Mm Mm-hmm. If you literally do, I know people are definitely different and different coaches can make or break your competition experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel also like the bar is lower for someone like me who has like gotten to figure skating a little too late and wasn't like going to be a prodigy or anything. I'm just kind of doing it for fun. So my goal out there was go out and do a clean program. So land all my jumps, do all my spins really well that's a clean program. Like, don't fall. That's a clean program. Mm-hmm. So the bar was pretty low. But so I remember one of these times I was competing, I was competing in a, another big thing about figure skating is choosing what level to compete at. It's not like, oh, because you tend to work on things a little bit higher than what you're ready to show off to the world. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. That goes for a lot of sports. That's not an unusual concept. Mm-hmm. But you can only compete at like a certain level. We've talked about this when we talked about figure skating, but coaches will push their kids to not test so they can stay in categories where they know they'll win. Yeah. Which is, can be really messed up for your head. It's also another big thing, teaching kids certain jumps too young. Like mm-hmm. we've, like your body isn't fully developed. And if like there was a law like, not, not a lot. A lot of coaches didn't feel comfortable teaching kids triple jumps until they were, like, 
a teenager, but now I see like eight-year-olds on it. I sound like an old lady, but I see like eight-year-olds on Instagram doing triples. You know what I mean? And it just wasn't something that people would think that they'd be doing, but people are, you know, pushing themselves to win, which isn't, which is good sometimes, but when you start taking in, competition and figure skating is all very interesting because it's so intertwined. There's no, like competition is the only way that it's perceived for you to prove yourself in figure skating. Like if you do something like Disney on ice or like Cirque du Soleil like on ice, like that's good for you, but like, you know, Mariah Nagasu's over here competing, like landed the first like triple, like, you know, first American woman to land a triple axel at the Olympics. Like, so have fun playing Cinderella. Like I'm sure doing really hard tricks. Like if you (laughs) see Disney on ice, they do aerial silks in ice skates. I don't know what that means. I've seen a lot of Disney on ice, I think. You know, aerial silks, like when they do Rapunzel's story, aerial silks is like a completely different thing. It's when you have two swaths of fabric descend from the ceiling and you, it's like essentially like trapezing kind of like you twist yourself up and like drop yourself down in the cloths. Okay. Yes. You've seen that? Imagine that with ice skates on. Wow. And you're dangling above ice. I don't, I don't like that. That's what they do in Disney on Ice for Rapunzel. It's, it's absolutely bonkers. I've seen it a few times. Wow. For me personally, one of my, I, my coach always pushed me to compete at levels where I was like barely getting like good placements because I was pushing myself. Like I was working on double jumps and I was in a category that required at least two double jumps in your program. And I didn't have two double jumps. I had one barely mm-hmm. and the others were like hanging on by a thread. But she was like, you should compete in this category because you know, you want to improve. You don't want to just be stuck doing the same stuff all the time yeah that makes a lot of sense um so one competition i got like second to last but i like landed a double jump i had a horrible warm-up wasn't landing anything but then i went out there and i skated a clean program and i like didn't fall on this one double that i always fell on and so that was like a huge win moment for me even though i necessarily didn't win the competition you know what i mean Mm -hmm. do you have any like swimming or discus stories or anything i'm trying to think I don't know. I feel like I would always, in like a lot of like athletics, I knew I was like never like the best one. Yeah. And so like even when I say I swim and when I say I threw, I would always make sure to like be like, oh, but like I wasn't on like a club swim team. Like Mm -hmm. I just like did it for fun. Um, Yeah. And like, oh, I didn't, like I did throwing so I could like get out of gym. Like I'm not like, like, just to, like, I guess, be, like, don't expect me to, like, be good at this. You know what I mean? hmm I swam for a really long time. Like, I swam since I was seven. Like, I would swim every summer. I don't think... Wild. I was six. I think, like, when I was seven, I started swimming. And, like, I did it through my senior year of high school. And I don't do it too much anymore just because it's kind of a hassle to, like, go to the pool. And, like, it's a lot of... Like, you have to take a shower after. <laughs> which, yeah. Yeah, but I miss it a lot. Um, I, I remember getting... My dad has a video of me winning one of my races. Um, Aww. Yeah, on Facebook, my senior year of high school. And the only reason I was... So, okay, so when you swim, there's, like, six lanes in the pool usually, and there's, like, A, B, and C. And, like, A is the fastest, B is the second fastest, C is the slowest. And this was, like, one of the first and only times I was, like, the A swimmer because we were swimming against, like, a really, really bad team. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 
this goes back to the whole thing of knowing you can win, but also I'm sure, you know, you didn't choose to compete against that. Yeah, yeah, no, like the coach like chose, like, like you would like see what you were doing. Um, and like he like put you in like different, like whatever lane you'd be in. I remember, mm-hmm. I remember um, my freshman year of high school, the lanes that we would practice in were also split by like speed and like just like mm-hmm. ability in general, I guess. And I was in like my freshman year, I was in like the slowest lane, but I was the fastest person in the slowest lane. Um, so I was like a C usually, but sometimes I get put in the B lane, which was fun. But yeah, no, I was the captain my senior year because um, there were only like two senior girls. I think it was interesting to be surrounded by such like talented, or our, our team was pretty good. And because swimming's an individual sport, like you can have, like I can be on a team that has really good people and they like win the meets for us, but I'm still like competing. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know, like you knew who like the really good people were, like they did like the club teams and stuff. Um, Yeah, I don't know what else. Yeah, that's interesting. I will say, like I just can't even imagine because sports are a whole new world and like people see sports psychologists, like it's, it's literally crazy and I don't know like, I'm trying to think of a pseudonym. Okay, her name's Julia. There's this girl named Julia at my ice rink. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is literally, like, I remember skating there when I was, like, uh, like 12 or 13. And when she was 8, there's a picture on of her by the bulletin board by the coach's room that you could see through the glass on the ice rink. And it was a picture of her winning, like, nationals, like, first place for ice dance when she was, like, 8 years old. Damn. And, they, you know, since they've taken it down and my ice rink has been remodeled, but she still skates and she's, like so good she is so incredible but you can see on her face when she practices like how focused she is and seeing frustration on people's faces you know what I mean I just can't even imagine have having like pressure put on you to like perform well yeah because competition is one thing competing with yourself and other people is one thing but then like having the pressure on you as well also messes up how you compete Mm -hmm. oh definitely I'm sure a lot of people that have like done sports can relate, but just sports is just a crazy world. You know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. can't even imagine being, like, an Olympian. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. I guess, like, at that point, you're, like, so trained to, like, have been, like, have all that pressure, but, like, just, like, I think breaking that place where you're, like, need to know it's okay and that it's, like, not about, like, other people is about you. It must mm-hmm. be, like, really, really hard. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not very competitive about athletics, but very competitive about like the smallest things. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Being right, winning like an argument. Because I think like once, if I have like a stance on something, like I'm just so convinced of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That like Mm -hmm. I like can't accept any other option. So I'm trying to work on like being like, it's okay if people disagree with you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And stop trying to push it. I don't know, I don't know if this counts as competition, but I was literally just talking with someone um, for my abroad program, shout out to Claire, if you're listening, about <laughs> how we were talking and she goes like, she goes, wow, you know, like I wish I'd, we were walking somewhere for class and I had my, my backpack on and she had a bag and she was like, 
oh, I wish I had known that we were, you know, doing X, Y, Z. Otherwise, I would have been able to, like, leave my bag at home. And immediately, I was like, well, I have my laptop in my bag. So, oh, uh, not like, I wasn't like that. But I was like, yeah, I was like, look at me. Like, you have a tote bag. Like, I have my huge backpack. And then immediately, I was like, I am so sorry. Like, that is so ingrained in my being to, like, compete with people for pain. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you got three hours of sleep last night? Well, I pulled an all-nighter and I have three essays today and a test tomorrow. Yeah. Like, in high school, half of my conversations were, like, competing with each other for the how busy we were. Like, we were all busy. And this continues in college, but now I try not to do it. Or at least I'm more conscious of me doing it. Mm-hmm. In high school, it was, like, expected for you to, like, you know, be like a little peacock and fluff out your feathers and be like, I'm in so much, you know, I'm so busy. I'm way more busy than you could ever be. Yeah, but... So in, I'm at my abroad program, and I'll meet people, and they'll be like, or like, I'm like, oh yeah, like I go to Wellesley, and like, I've had like two people be like, oh, like I applied to Wellesley, but I didn't get in, and I like, was like, I don't know, like I didn't know how to respond, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that, I feel like that's like, kind of, like that's tangentially related, like academic sort of competition, and like, yeah, Being I remember boastful. college, especially when you get raised in like a weirdly competitive environment and you feel like, I know that that's like a conversation is people who is, who uh, people who are like, oh, you know, you're a smart kid or people being told that they were smart kids. And then as time goes on, they realize like, maybe no, I'm not a smart kid, but like they feel like, oh, you know, I used to be so good at everything. Like what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I remember there were like I wasn't I wasn't very like competitive about applying for colleges but like the kids who were at my high school like I forget what happened but someone was like oh yeah like he's not talking about where he's applying and I knew people, I was like I knew people that made that choice too yeah no and I was like why why can't we all just <laughs> like relax dude yeah. like really like there's a reason they don't want to tell anyone it's because none of us can relax yeah yeah uh, uh, but yeah, that was like a wild process. And also like, still like, I, there's a bunch of classes here that I've already taken. And like, I accidentally like, no, this wasn't an accident, but like, I feel like this came out kind of boastful, but I was like talking to some people and I was like, oh yeah, like once I get back, I have just like one more class and then I've like completed the major if like all these credits get through. Yeah. I didn't need to sound like boastful or anything but then like thinking back I was like oh that was kind of like show-offy yeah I think that's part of the reason I don't like internships I don't like talking about internships yeah because it's kind of like fishing like people are like you know oh like I could I could be proud of my achievement like oh like I you know applied to internships and it gives me so much anxiety to think about them Mm -hmm. and then I'll talk with other people who are like cool like I have an interview with Google tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I... Like, stuff like that. And then instantly I feel horrible about my own achievements. Not horrible, but I feel like I need to be doing more. Yeah, that's something else I, like, noticed here. Like, because I was like, oh, yeah, like... You're kind of sizing each other up. Yeah, and I'm like, I need to chill out at Wellesley because, like, there like, are people here who are taking, like, intro courses, you know? And, like, that's okay. And, like, yeah. it's okay if I'm not, like, rushing to finish anything. You know what I mean? You have to be allowed to make mistakes. And I feel like one of the bad parts about competition is 
people feel like there is zero room for error. And sometimes there's not. Like, people don't allow yeah. room for error. Yeah, um, we've talked about two various, like, how competition can be toxic and bad, but also, if you want to go back to smaller scale, co- like, <laughs> competing. <laughs> I have many instances of small scale competing. Yeah, hit me with it. Okay, starting, like, small but toxic, I remember when I was, like, in second grade, would you, like, be taking a test or your teacher would be like, all right, do these workbook pages, like, one to five. I remember, like, being on, you know, page number two, and I'll hear my friend flip the page and go to page three mm-hmm. and instantly start working faster so I could, like, get, you know, to be the furthest along, to be the first to finish. Yeah. Yeah. No. You were, like... <laughs> Like, that's not necessarily, like, great. But also then there was competitions, like, uh, did you guys compete for, like, physical fitness testing? We didn't compete. We did, like, the beep test and stuff. The Um, pacer? Yeah, the pacer test. Um, And I, like, hated running. And me and my friends would always be like, okay, like, we're going to get to, like, this number, and then, like, we're all out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We We did that, too. We definitely did that. But when I say compete, I mean, for some reason the kid who got the most on the pacer was like the coolest kid. Really? Ours was just like, I remember who ours was and like they like would have to like stop. Like he like could have kept going, Mm -hmm. but they like were like, like we're out of like time. Like you're done. That's interesting. They just let him go. Well, I, I don't know why. I guess like we were done with like the class period or whatever. Oh, well that makes sense. It's like time's over, but like, I mean, we did it, like, first thing, and, like, this, like, whoever, I remember it was a big thing in, like, middle school. Like, if you, there was, like, some sort of, like, clout for, like, a day that surrounded, like, being, like, oh, my God, like, Lucas got a 130 on the pacer. You know what I mean? yeah, yeah. No, you definitely, like, talked about, like, who won and who got really far. Yeah, on Um, the pacer. For, I just want a background for people that don't know what the pacer is. There's, like, certain physical fitness testing requirements for physical education classes in the United States. Um, and certain t- states have different requirements or require their students to do different things. But the pacer, you can look up the audio on YouTube because it also kind of became a meme. It's um, terrible. <laughs> because it's like a shared experience for some sort of, for like a certain amount of like public school students. But there's like, uh, you would have to run from one line to behind another line. And you would have until this timer like beeped. And then yeah. you would have to go again from the, you know, the line on one side to the line on the other. And then it would beep. And the beeps just got gradually faster and faster. So when we say he got like 130, there was like 130 beeps. And so these people were like sprinting from line to line. And yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Hopefully you are all, if you're familiar like, with the pacer, you know, you just, if you know, you know. Yeah. Just like, if you don't know, like imagine like a basketball court, like yeah. wise and like you have to like run across, beep, run across, beep, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I hated it so much. I really oh, I hated it too. Hate people, running. but people would take it very seriously. Like it wasn't a competition. Like everyone just got. It was just you know you had to get like a really small number I think to pass. I think they got bigger when you got older. Whatever you had to get like twenty or thirty, which is pretty doable I think mm-hmm. um, for a fair amount of people. But people took it seriously. Like I remember trying to like show off, not show off, but like show up, like to the point where I was like gasping for air by the time I finished the pacer. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd be, like, we- not wheezing, but, like... Yeah, but, like, I needed water immediately after I finished the yeah, pacer. Yeah, I think in high school we started doing, like, sit-up and push-up tests. Oh, and yeah. And I just, like, gave up so fast. Oh, my God, I know. I want to give a shout-out, though. It wasn't even competition. 
Um, my friend Allie, uh, shout out to my friend Allie, by the way, if you're listening. I don't think she listens to the podcast, but she's been my friend since kindergarten. Um, and she's a gymnast. She did gymnastics. Oh. So I think it'd be really interesting to get her perspective on some stuff. But especially in competition and all of that. But she, for physical fitness testing, for the pull-up section, they had a chair for like all the people that could barely do a push-up. So you'd stand on the chair, they'd take it away, you'd do your one pull-up and like, bam, like you've reached the minimum. Like, thank you, next. Mm-hmm. Um, but Allie Webster, I remember they had the chair for her this like one time in like sixth grade and she's like, no, I don't need it. She like jumps up to the bar and like immediately does like 30 pull-ups. Dang. Gymnasts? Like, are crazy strong i know i feel like that's crazy that's where i like want to be i want to get like american ninja warriors strong dude dude seriously me too i follow so many american ninja warriors oh my god oh my god what's her name jesse graff oh my god yes oh my oh oh, yeah oh yeah oh absolutely okay anyway ali webster is my hero because like the previous boy got like five pull-ups and he's like yeah i'm hot shit everyone's like "Mm." and then ali webster just like she's such a sweet girl and she's like okay like it's my turn and then she did like 30 (laughs) dang (laughs) i love you ali anyway if you're a gymnast you're a badass and we want you on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah my sister used to do gymnastics um but she i think they want like short gymnasts i don't exactly know why like it kind of makes sense but also not that. aerodynamics probably they want like on the shorter side of figure skaters yeah um but julia is really tall so she had to quit um sometime in middle school i guess okay i know we're not talking about sports because sports could be a whole new episode but people who make people quit their sports for like reasons of their body like i've heard multiple stories that people were like oh yeah i was a really serious ballerina and they told me i was too fat and i had to stop yeah that's messed up that's that is crazy messed up because competition is not necessarily something you know you should be able to do something hard and be able to compete with yourself and like push yourself and try things mm-hmm. no matter who you are like that is so dumb that is so dumb i guess it's different being serious about something and like being told you can't continue versus if you're like not serious about something but just doing it for fun but like i don't know there isn't like any like yes they can do it you know what i mean yeah yeah. Anyway, I'm trying to think of other smaller things that I, so like that text, that textbook thing was one, the pacer was one. I'm trying to think of another, like other dumb things that I would compete with. Oh, like I, even when I was like younger, like stuff like hopscotch, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just think, oh, I'm really, really competitive about trivia. I oh, love oh, yeah. trivia so, so much. So I love trivia nights so, so much. And I get really competitive about them. But also, I recognize that I, I don't know a lot of trivia. I think they're fun because I like to learn trivia, but I don't know too much. Um, but pub trivia is super fun, and if you ever need a partner, I'll absolutely go with you. Um, like I said, don't know too much trivia. Uh, but anyways, in high school, the National Honor Society would host trivia nights as like a fundraiser. and sophomore and junior year me and a group of friends did it and i got so heated i like if what we would like submit i i remember there were like two distinct times where i gave the right answer and they were like oh no that's not right like that's wrong and they like sent in the wrong answer and then they revealed that like my answer was right and i like 
I got so mad. It, <laughs> it, like, I, I don't think anything makes me more upset than like people not thinking I'm right. You know what I mean? Especially when I like know I am. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyways, I just remember getting like crazy, crazy heated. And there was like, each group had like a teacher with them. Uh-huh. And so like the teacher saw this whole side of me. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. I got really competitive yeah. about like, I got really competitive about like Kahoot games. Oh. But not about yeah. Jeopardy. I think class review Jeopardy really? gave me so much anxiety. I, um, I got to play Classroom Jeopardy last year, but that was the last time, or that's like the most recent time. And before that, I can't remember, like it was definitely sometime in high school. I, but Jeopardy, I just hate that. I hate that you are like responsible for like winning or losing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I feel like Kahoot, isn't Kahoot also like have to do with- Yeah, but it's also anonymous. You know what I mean? Like you could make your name like- Oh. Like silly, you could make your name like something silly, but as long as you were participating, the teacher didn't care. You know what I mean? Mm, So no one would know, like, it would only, that was different. I feel like Jeopardy, you're letting your team down or not. Mm, That's fair. Whereas Kahoot, it's just like, oh, who's first? We're competing for first. Yeah. So, okay, side note, something funny. Someone said, like, for their funeral, they're going to do a Kahoot about, like, you know, so (laughs) about your life. (laughs) <laughs> and then whoever uh, whoever wins gets everything in the will. I saw a tweet Ooh, once. No, it's I funny. like that. That's funny. That's really funny. I get um, yeah, no, I get competitive about like little games like that and like cup pong. Oh yeah. On my phone. I get competitive. Um, one time in frisbee, I get okay. I'm not like too competitive, but like me and a frisbee teammate, there is this like drill we do where it's called the fist bump drill and you like stand like shoulder to shoulder with someone and you like have your hands like in the fist bump like but it's not like touch and go it's like you hold it in the fist bump yeah and someone is like a little bit away from you and they have a frisbee and then I don't remember exactly how it goes but either they like throw the frisbee or they're like three two one and then you like release and they throw and you both need to like run to get the disc. Uh-huh. And I was playing this, except like we weren't doing the drill. I was just like messing around um, during like a tossing clinic sort of thing. Yeah. And this wasn't entirely my fault. I was messing around before, <laughs> but this time <laughs> I was thrown the disc and my teammate comes up behind me. And I like go to catch the disc, but I elbowed her in the face and broke her glasses. Um, <sighs> you, if you know, her. you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like messed up. I like it, like she got a cut on her eye. Ouch. Um, <laughs> or not like on her eye, like near her eye. Um, I felt terrible about it, but like I'll like go hard for like some things. Yeah. You know, like that. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think what else I can get really competitive about. I think if I, oh, I told Sylvie this story. I feel like if I'm supposed to be good at it, I'll be more competitive about it. Yeah, yeah, same here. So here's an instance. You know how they had like a class, if you were like the class artist or like, Mm -hmm. you know, in elementary school? Yeah. 
So I was the class artist and we were in art class and we had this little like plot of flowers and there were some sunflowers in there. Oh. And so our teacher's like, <laughs> Sylvie knows the story because I told her this like a month ago. And so we were like learning about Van Gogh's sunflowers and they were like, okay, everyone's going to do their own painting of some sunflowers. I was like, great. Because I was such a good artist and I was a class artist, I finished before everybody else. And I was like, great. And I had time to like admire my work and I was just kind of like sitting there like looking at my sunflowers. And then I saw a girl next to me. I need a name for her. Alex. No, it has to be longer. It has to be like three syllables at least. Her name was Anastasia. Okay. Okay. So I was after one of the evil stepsisters. Okay, I have no hard feelings towards this girl. I don't even know if she, one, listens, two, knows who she is. But I look over at her painting, and I saw that she's adding a butterfly to her flowers. And I remember thinking, who does this girl think she is? I am the class artist. You can't outdo me like that. I'm adding a butterfly to my sunflowers. So I added a butterfly to my sunflowers. And I was like, okay, great. And then I noticed that she was adding a background to her wall behind the sunflowers. And I was like, this bitch thinks she can show me up. I'm going to start doing it. So I made a bunch of polka dots in the background of my wall. And I, you know, she was doing a bunch of colors. So I did a bunch of colors. I had like, it was a pink background and I did like white and black. Oh no, it was a yellow background. I did white and black and pink polka dots. I had a bunch of polka dots to the table. I added a bunch of shapes and stuff um, to the vase. And I added polka dots to the sunflowers. I had polka dots to the butterfly. And when I like took a step back from my work and like looked at it, I was like, oh my God, I ruined this. I remember having what a moral. Like, what a <laughs> I, moral. I remember taking a step back and being like, Annabelle's looks so good and I was so concerned with hers and like not mine that mine just looks like horrible now. I remember being really upset and I like came off the bus and I like gave it to my mom. I was like, whatever, like we did this in art class today. And she looked at it and she went, Anna, this is like so beautiful. She's like, I love this so much. Aww. Like I'm gonna get this framed for the living room. So that's, really that's like a very extra response from my mom. But also, I feel like that's another moral of the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of things going on. Um, a lot of things happen in that story. But that's, that is like one. That when I think about me being competitive, I think about me competing with this Anastasia girl. Because <laughs> she put a butterfly and I was like, uh-uh, I am the class artist. How do you cannot outdo me like that? <laughs> yeah. I, I remember in fourth grade when yeah. I was like the low-key class artist like yeah I, I wasn't like show-offy about it or like people didn't know but like they would see me like draw something they'd be like oh wow that was really good um and like I'd always be like the one who would like draw for projects and stuff you know yeah 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 uh but there was this new girl and all of a sudden she came in and she was so good at drawing and I remember being so upset about it <laughs> Like, oh, God, like, all my class gone. <laughs> like, she's a class artist now. What do I have going for me? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's such tea. I get competitive about trend setting. Yeah. Oh, me too. Um, like, I started CoStar. Yeah, no, I was about to say, I, <laughs> like, a lot of people think that they started CoStar, but, like, we know who started CoStar. You know what I mean? Like, it was me. It was, and when it I was say Catherine it was me, Gow. It was Catherine Gao. It was Catherine Gao who started CoStar. And, like, now everyone who does it, like, I'm like, oh, like, I feel like I need to, like, make it clear to them and be like, oh, yeah, like, no, I've had CoStar for, like, a long We've time. We've had CoStar. Catherine Gao literally discovered CoStar the month it came out. That's insane. So, like, because it came out in the fall of, like, la 
like people were like in the winter being like, oh, haha, I have this app called CoStar. I was like, y'all think you're so slick. Yeah. Like, me and Catherine Gow found it first. Yeah, no, I remember like when the Webtails were like, we all have to get CoStar. And I was like, I've had CoStar. So like, don't, <laughs> so don't, don't think, think you're that like... you're slick. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I started... Okay, no, this is definitely true. If you think that this is wrong, feel free to argue with me, but I started Bonch. Yeah, you did. I don't care what you think. I don't care who you think you know or what sort of internet slang you think you knew, but I started Bonch on Wellesley College campus, and I will go to the grave swearing that. And if you want to hear more, feel free to debate me in person or email skateridipodcast at gmail.com. Please email us. Please email us. Sophie and I are so lonely. We're all the way in Europe. For hours on end. Hours on end. I stare at the empty inbox. And then That's there's a little tumbleweed animation. That's all there is to do in Europe. There's nothing else except to stare at the scared idea. Yeah, if you, if you like stare... If you stare at a Gmail uh, inbox long enough and it's empty, there will be a little tumbleweed animation. Really? No. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But I sure wish there was. Hey, Gmail, give me a call. (laughs) But that's how I feel. I feel like a little tumbleweed is like going across my screen whenever I open the skater night. We seriously want to do an advice episode for you guys. I'm going to talk about this every episode until someone sends us enough email. Yeah. Please, like, just ask us for advice in a professional way if you text me asking for advice i'll just answer you because i'm a good friend but if you want to be on the podcast you can totally be anonymous too you know like lonely lucy wants to know how do you make friends you know what i mean yeah yeah we actually that might even be preferred from some people okay um i'm trying to think what else am i competitive about i don't know i feel like i just gotta flex on people sometimes you know Mm, explain like, uh, like people will be like, oh, my star chart's so chaotic. Like, and you're like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> do you know how like, much chaos is in my chart? <laughs> I'm like, do you know how much pain is in my heart? Catch my Leo sun, Scorp moon, Cancer, Venus, and Mars out in the parking lot. We can fight about who has more pain. <laughs> this goes back to what you were talking about earlier, the pain competition. Yeah. Yeah, pain competition. That's that's interesting. That's interesting. I noticed this the other day. I was talking to some people, Budapest, if you didn't know, or Budapest, uh, <laughs> if you didn't know, yeah. is known <laughs> for its baths, which are like spas slash like pools that you like <gasps> lounge in. Can I go to one? Oh my god, yeah, but no, they're so nice. They're so nice. Um, god, I love spas. Yeah, so... It's known for their baths, and I, on Monday night, a few nights ago, I, like, went to one of the baths with a few friends. And the next day, I was, like, walking to the train with a group of people, and this one Mm -hmm. girl was talking about, like, how she went to the baths last night. And I almost, like, hopped on and was going to be like, oh, I went to the baths, too. But I was like, you you don't have to do that. Like, yeah, it's okay. Just relax. I'm really proud of myself for not doing it, because it didn't really matter and yeah 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 um but i actually think that it's segment time it's segment time you guys segment time so for this segment we're competing against each other i wish that we were in person for this one i think that'd be fun i could actually compete with each other yeah Yeah. i feel like that could also be great 
Um, um, but life so is a tragedy. <laughs> the premise is we're going to pitch kind of like a would you rather sort of thing and just say like, you know, here's an example one, not one I'm going to actually ask Sylvie. Like, who would make the better peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Probably. And Sylvie would be like, I feel like you would win on it because of XYZ. And I'd say, I also think that because of XYZ. So do you want to go first or should I? I'll go first. You gave me an idea for one. Um, who would be better at making spaghetti? Like a good spaghetti meal for our abroad? Sylvie. Yeah, I agree. I'm, <laughs> I'm a really... Which is funny because I talked in the Valentine's Day episode about how I've only been making spaghetti, so you think I would be good <laughs> at this point. Um, oh, that's why I thought about it, because we just talked about <laughs> it. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I really, I think I'm a re- pretty, good, pretty good cook. Um, you are a pretty good cook. Yeah. But let me pitch you one of these. Hit me. Who could make the best baked good from scratch without a recipe? I think you would. I feel like that was a leading question. <laughs> <laughs> See, I even I want to like, win this segment. I dare you to tell me. Like, I wouldn't do a better job. No, I, I have like no experience. Like, like I, I bake from recipes, but like, yeah, I don't remember. I feel that. like I do too. I, I only ever do from recipes, never from scratch. Um, I feel like you're a better cook, but I feel like baked goods is where my heart lies. Yeah, match made in heaven. Batch made in heaven, Anna in any form of cake. <laughs> I was saying me cooking and you baking. But, <laughs> but also I love cake. Also I'm kind of hungry. Oh, okay, you go too. next. You go next. I said most likely to hold their breath the longest. Oh, you. I, I actually don't know how long I can hold my breath because like I said, I haven't swam in a while. So Another competition. Theo and I, my brother and I would like see who could like hold their breath and swim to the other side of the pool without coming up. That was lit. That was lit. Yeah. No, I used to love doing that um, just to yeah. flex on people. Like, oh my God. I remember if I was at the pool with like my non-swimmer friends, like around swimmers, I wasn't competitive, but like if I was with like non-swimmers, I'd be like, oh yeah, like check out how like well I can dive. Like I can like, when we're playing like yeah. Escape from Alcatraz, like I'd go. Because you know you can win. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'd be like, oh, like you can't tag someone with their underwater rule. And I'd like... <laughs> swim all the way across underwater um yeah okay similarly along that line i said who could cry the longest i think you i can't cry for very long i don't know okay yeah i could easily cry you know how many i was like crying there was like some media recently that i'd seen i cried for so long after watching uh dear evan hansen for the first Mm. time also les mis the 2012 movie (laughs) And that kicked off my Les Mis obsession. If anybody had a Les Mis phase, please talk to me. I can't talk to you. (laughs) You can't talk to me. I know someone who had a Les Mis phase on Wellesley College campus, and we both know who each other are, and we both existed in the same spheres for a while. Oh, my God. But I've literally never talked to this person in person. So, Caroline Alt, if you are listening to this, I know you had a Les Mis phase, and I want to talk about it. That's really funny. Okay. Okay, you go. I said most likely to win a debate. Oh, um, I feel like neither of us. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on what the debate's about. I think... Yeah, it depends on how strong I feel. Yeah, like, if, like, I'm very easily convinced, like, I'll believe you if you tell me something, unless I am convinced of the opposite <gasps> already. You know okay, wait, I, mean? I have a story. I have a story. Hit me. Okay, so this is how competitive my middle school friend group was, and it was pretty toxic, too. 
Uh, but this is also just funny. So we had a custody battle over a teddy bear. Oh, yes. <laughs> Did I tell you this? Yeah. Okay, for the viewers at home, <laughs> listeners at home, um, my friend group and I, like, two of us, like, made a teddy bear at, like, fucking Build-A-Bear Workshop or something. Mm-hmm. And then something happened. I forgot. It was, like, who was this teddy bear going to go home with? Yeah. And so we, at lunch, we literally faked, it was literally mock trial. We had a fake custody battle over this teddy bear. And it was like, Julia can't be a fit parent because she did X, Y, Z. And we had like evidence in bags. Like, please enter like article A into consideration. Like a literal custody battle over a teddy bear. And it wasn't about the teddy bear. It was about who could win, which, which of my friends could win. And I will say this, I will go on the record and say my friend Julia is first of all an incredible person and I love her but secondly she is so good at debating stuff because I was like did not want to debate against her ever wow because also she did a phenomenal job in the custody battle <laughs> oh my God. okay okay this is something that could be quantitatively proven but oh. one of my last one is who knows more about Harry Potter oh because I feel like I know a lot. I feel like I know a lot too. I think my knowledge has like gone down a bit, but sometimes I like whip things out and I'm like, where did that come from? Where did that come from? You know what I mean? I know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like it, it's a toss up because you absolutely, like, okay, if you were just a Harry Potter stan, like that was your thing. Yeah. Like I'd be like, Anna, absolutely. But I feel like you have, like, a lot of Stan things. <laughs> yeah. And so, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it could be a pretty good match. Yeah. Um, Interesting. I think we'd be equally matched, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you have another one, or are we done for the day? Let me see. I said get married first. Oh, Interesting. For some reason, I can see you getting married before me. Really? I wasn't sure. Yeah. I don't really want to get married. <laughs> Interesting. So That's a conversation for another day. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think that if I did want to get married, though, it would have the potential to be before you. You know? Wow. Just say you hate me. <laughs> just say I'll never find love. Just say it. That's not what I was saying. I'm sure you said that. Oh, God. Hey. 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 What, um, what a great episode. Not that we're competing or anything, but I do think we have the best podcast of all time. I agree. <laughs> oh, although I do want to take a moment to talk about two podcasts that I really want to listen to. One is there's a YouTube channel I like called Lessons from the Screenplay, and they just started a podcast, so Ooh. I need to listen to that. And then two, The Adventure Zone, which is the McElroy brothers playing D&D with their dad, which is phenomenal. And it's my, people would send me their Spotify like year-end reviews, and they were like, oh, Skater Die is my most listened to. I'm like... Skater Die isn't even my most listened to just because I've tried to get into the Adventure Zone so many times. <laughs> I just have played the first episode over and over. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like... Anyways, so that's that. Yeah. Skater Die was only your most listened to if you only listened to our podcast, which is the sweetest thing ever. Which was the right answer. Yeah. Yeah. No. You it, got the best answer. <laughs> I, I listened to Reply All, but that's about it. Reply All is really good. I think that's all for today. I think that's all for today, too. So, hey, thank you for listening. Thank you so, so much. We appreciate it. Um, Not that it's a competition, but we love you more than anyone else in this world. (laughs)
<laughs> yeah, that's 100% true. Um, so catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.